Good morning. For some reason, I'm I'm excited this morning, and I want to bless. I want I, you know so many things going in my mind right now. One of the things was somebody asked me, "How do you prepare, you know, to bring a word?" And that's a good question, right? And I think it's a lot of times it's out of talking to you. You know, and then the, the Holy Spirit speaks. You know, and I... And one of the things that I, I kept thinking this week was, you know, how many times Edson tried to create the light bulb. Right? And I think that every time we come here, we are trying to create something. And we cannot stop. So to me, this morning I'm going to try one more time. <laughs> you know, and somehow I, wanna, I want this to be a blessing to you. I'm going to read some verses. And I, I, I hope you, you, the Holy Spirit will use that throughout the week to speak to you. Okay, one thing that I, I found that was interesting this week was they, they found... I think it was like a jar with seeds that were buried for 2,000 years. And it's a, a date palm that was probably extinct for 2,000 years. And the power of the DNA of those seeds is so amazing that they planted those seeds and now they are harvesting dates that we're not around for 2,000 years. Why is this cool? Because it's like there is something in the DNA in one cell that determines who you are. And, was, you know, and then I kept thinking about the migration. How come salmons know exactly what to do in their migration, or whales, or birds. Nobody teaches them what to do. But it's inherent in them. And they follow that. And I was thinking about that. That's how we are in our migration to the Lord. There's something in our spirit that's looking for this relationship. But not only that, the Lord is looking for that relationship. He's looking for something that only you have. Nobody else. There's a treasure in each one of you here that nobody has. And a lot of times we, we come together to change our perspective of who we are. Because if we are by ourselves, we, we will not see that. And you can get isolated and you can get lost. And I, that's what I'm looking for here this morning. Lord, bring a change of perspective. Impart to us a sense of a destiny and a sense of a, a pursuit of you and your pursuit of me. Yes. 
Here, I'm going to read this quote from Francis Chan. Meditate on the miracle that you are a human being who is currently joined to a God who dwells in unapproachable light. So easy to get earthy and to get lost in our earthly life, like earthlings. And we forget that we are spiritual beings created by a God, the Father of Spirits. And a lot of times, I, you know, I was laying in bed already last night, and then this thought came to me, and I had to get up and type on my computer, and then I tried to print my notes. It didn't print, so it didn't work. But I think I still remember the thought is, We sometimes say, this is how I am. If you want to relate to me, you're going to have to put up with me, right? <laughs> but God is not like that. God could have said that. Said, this is how I am. I am this unapproachable light. And you human beings are never get, going to get even close to me. You're not going to have access to me. But... He found a way of reaching out to us by making a deposit of His Spirit in us. And that is the secret of our walk with God, is finding that secret, that treasure inside of us. And finding that DNA that is really who we are. This is 2 Corinthians 4, starting verse 3. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. You know, I was thinking about the whales. You know, they have that instinct of migration. But sometimes nobody can understand what happens. They end up in a dead in a beach, Right? They do not know, nobody knows what happens to their brains that they get lost and they just kill themselves. <laughs> and I think that this is our walk with God. You know, we, we need to keep following our spirit in walking with God. And, and, and until we get there, we're never going to be done. And maybe we will never be done. Because maybe it's, it's beyond this life that we're going to continue to have our lives in our spirits. So even if our gospel is veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, for we do not preach ourselves but Christ Jesus as Lord, and ourselves as your bond servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, Light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. He has 
may this light to shine in our hearts. When we become believers, when we are born again, and then we receive His Spirit. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. I, I want this to bless you this morning. You know, we, we, we read that parable about the kingdom of God. It's like somebody that found a treasure and sold everything. And we all always, I, I, we always, I always, think about that we have to sell everything, you know, to walk with God and to have the kingdom. But I want you to think about yourself being the treasure. And God coming down and looking for that treasure. He wants that treasure. He wants to relate to that treasure in you. We have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not despairing. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always caring about in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. So, what is this treasure? You are this treasure. And God, He could move in many different ways. He could speak to us in many different ways, you know, but he chose to leave us this book with examples of people that were just like us that walked with, with him. You know, in one of these conversations this week, I said, hey, maybe each one of you here, you're another book of the Bible that God's writing. And you don't see yourself like that. And that's one of the things that I, I think we need to fix, maybe this glitch that we have still, that we do not see uh, the treasure that we are, that you are, in the eyes of the Lord. James 4, 5, or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose, he jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. And in this context, you know, it's talking about adultery, you know, and, and going after other things. And, and I think that God is saying, yeah, be careful with your migration course. <laughs> Don't get lost because I'm looking to receive that spirit back. That spirit belongs to me. What are you going to do with that spirit? What are you doing with that spirit? I mean, what is the highest price that could be paid for a treasure? Life. 
And, and on the side here, yeah, no, never mind. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit from the Father. He is the Father of spirits. And I'm going I'm, to, I'm, Lord, help us. Do not, to not sell ourselves short. You know, because we, you know, it's interesting because it, in the parable, it looks like the treasure, the field didn't look that good, right? Maybe it was just like a rocky desert, you know, but there was a treasure there. And we may look at outside ourselves, and you look at yourself, and you do not recognize that there is that DNA that can bring forth a life that's being buried there. Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? That's 1 Corinthians 3.16. 1 Corinthians 6.19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own, for you have been bought with a price. He bought this field with this treasure with a price. Lord, we open up to receive your love in a new way. Yeah. You know, and, and so what, what do we do with this? Right? That's good. Good to know. Now, now, now what? That's our mission. That's our project. That's how we occupy ourselves now. So now what, what do I do with this? How do I occupy until I, he comes? Isaiah 57, verse 15. For thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy, I dwell on a high and holy place, and also with the contrite and lowly of spirit, in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Think about this. The difference between me and God is, this is how I am. Take it or leave it. Right? And God is going, I'm going to dwell with the broken and contrite of heart. I'm going to become like you to open the door for you to come to me. Thus says the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. When, where then is a house that you could build for me? 
And where is a place that I may rest? For my hand made all these things, but all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look, to whom is, who is humble and contrite of spirit, and who trembles at my word. Isaiah 66, 1 and 2. And I'm going to be done here. We do not know. I don't don't know. I I don't. The more I I go with this, I, I think the less I know. But I think that there is something that God is looking for more than we are looking for. You know, I, I started this other note and I, I didn't finish. But this one I, I titled, You Are God's Creation. You Are God's Treasure. But the, the other one that I was working on was Become What He's Looking For. Instead of us looking to find Him, Become what he's looking for. (laughs) He's looking for worshipers. He's looking for channels. You know, like we had the prayer last night. Whatever, we, we will find ways of becoming what he's looking for. Whether it's worship, whether it's taking care of somebody, whether it's praying, whether it's just coming together and worship. He's looking for something. He's looking for somebody that's going to be like standing in the gap for somebody else. Washing somebody else's feet. So that's the kind of the thought, you know, God does not think the way we think. And I think that just the fact that when Christ was born, he was born not in a temple, not in a palace, not in any fancy, you know, his mom was a little girl that had no clue what was going on. I I think that should mean something for us today. But God being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship.
Lord, change our, our perspective. How many times we, we sell this field with a treasure in And we do not rec- recognize that we are, you are, unique. Does it make sense? And we, we should not be trying to be somebody else. We should go, Lord, reveal to me who I am. And help me be the best me by your grace. Because you, you have something uniquely reserved for me. And one expression for me to do, to be. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And we, we know that this word here, workmanship, is like, it's like a piece of art. It's like a poem. You know, I was, I was, we were worshiping, and it broke my heart. Just little, little things like, like I, it touches me. You know, and just the treasures that we, we have here. You know, but a lot of times we, we, we struggle not loving ourselves when God loves us. So it's almost like those whales losing track of their course and killing themselves on some beach somewhere. And God is going, but where is my treasure? Don't do that to yourself. Don't let your past or your whatever define who you are because you're just in this course of this migration, you know, from the time that you are born to the time that you will pass and be with the Lord and maybe we'll continue and we do not know how it happens. But how much progress can we make every day in this coming closer to Him? You know, and, and then in that we have one another. You know, and how much I can just learn by watching the gifts that we have right here. I love you guys. You know, I'm believing for a healing. I'm believing for, you know, the washing of the water of the word. And in that, we will find ourselves in a whole different way. And in, in, in a whole different effectiveness in our spirits. Because we're going to find this treasure and we're going to love that treasure. <laughs> and then we're going to see that DNA of that spirit that was imparted to us starting to bring fruits that maybe we, had, we have never seen before, just like the dates, <laughs> the seeds that were buried. And, but they, they had the, the power of that DNA. And the, the spirit that you have 
has a DNA from the Father to manifest something that's unique. We bless this week. Yeah.